0: Welcome to episode 109 of Squared Circle Gazette Radio. I am Liam O'Rourke alongside
1: Carl Jones. My name ain't Vic, but this week I'm bringing the Venom. <laughs> and and O'Rourke.
0: Oh, I've got nothing to with <laughs> We are back this week for a show that we are all very excited about around the Oaken Table. Our faces are beaming because we are returning with our second review, a review of Vince Russo produced Pro Wrestling. Uh, We have, of course, done this before. Uh, Our first episode was covering the April 10th, 2000 episode of WCW Nitro. Follow up, obviously, six days later, it's Spring Stampede 2000 here that we're going to be talking about today. Before we get to that, a very quick thank you to all of the loyal listeners who uh, have in fact voted us officially the podcast of the year for the second time in a row. Uh, thank you very much. Beating Talk is Jericho, the Steve
1: Austin show. I'd like to, if I can just just very briefly, thank everyone who voted for us and also thank Ted Fowler. For his absence on our podcast. <laughs> uh,
0: we have a lot to talk about today with Spring Stampede 2000, April 16th, <coughs> 2000, from the United Centre in Chicago. Uh, we're going to be talking all about this show here today, and of course we have your feedback as well. The loyal listeners have uh, mentioned uh, their thoughts on Spring Stampede 2000 on the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash scgradio. Uh, just to kind of give a very quick recap here. Uh, Only one match was announced for this pay-per-view at the end of Nitro, which was uh, Diamond Dallas Page versus Jeff Jarrett uh, for the WCW title. The rest of the show was announced on Thunder. Of course, all titles were vacated uh, by Vince Russo on the April 10th episode of Nitro. Uh, This, of course, being the the Russo-Bischoff team, uh, the start of the New Blood angle on April 10th. This is the first pay-per-view, six days later. and, uh, And it is worth mentioning that, obviously, this is coming off the back of a real dark run for WCW on pay-per-view between Super Bowl, Uncensored. I got a couple of interesting numbers here just to kick us off to frame this show, uh, appropriately so. Uh, this pay-per-view, Spring Stampede 2000, did a 0.25 buy rate for 95,000 buys. This is during a wrestling boom in the WWF. The month before, Uncensored did a 0.13 buy rate and in the year 2000, when wrestling was as hot as it was, did 49,500 buys.
1: Yeah. T- how miserable TNA pay-per-views have done better than that number
0: <laughs> think about that folks let that resonate Backlash two weeks later after the show did a 1.65 buy for 625,000 buys uh, just for uh, some frame of reference there so yeah much to discuss though gentlemen Spring Stampede 2000 is upon us and uh, after watching this show I was so excited to do this and uh, just, just the overall big picture your thoughts on the, uh, the next three hours we're about to review uh after you, Carl.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't really know where to begin. Like, Mind numbing, uh, is is the first words that pop into my head. I, I said to you before we started re- recording here this evening, Liam, that um, this feels like the reward for us to be able to to talk about this and sort of in, in a way vent, a sort of you know a release of the frustrations of of what uh, of what we've all endured. I think is going to be quite uh, quite therapeutic. This is going to be quite the cathartic process.
2: I am. Um, I shed a few tears, to be honest.ly, <laughs> and not, not. I mean, I knew what I was expecting, but it dawned on me watching this mid show that some people there are going to be some people guaranteed out there somewhere that they grew up on this and they actually liked it, oh, yeah. and it's shaped their uh, th- th- their mindset on on what pro wrestling should be, particularly from a booking standpoint. Uh, some of them in the wrestling business, exactly, and that fucking petrifies me. Oh yeah. Oh, Petrifies okay, me. I'm not going to name. And I'm a fearless man, Liam. <laughs>
0: names will make anybody feel bad. But there are several people that we know who have <laughs> talked about 2000 and, and the, the invasion. 2001 is like their education years. Like WCW 2000 is their like edu- you know, This is when I got into the business. Like fucking hell, baptism by fire, if there ever if there ever was such a term. But uh, let's get it rolling here because there's a lot to talk about. I think I, I ended up with about. Uh, let's have a look here. 16 pages of notes. I'll count them as we go along. <laughs> uh, the show starts with a, a Vince Russo video package. Of course, this was from Nitro. So the first thing we hear is Vince Russo saying, "Ric Flair, you are a piece of shit on the bottom of my shoe." Yeah, nice and uncensored this time. Indeed, uncensored. Uh, no, no, no editing there. So standards and practices. And another thing that I will uh, mention throughout the course of this show is the standards and practices. Of uh, WCW at this time yeah, Allegedly
1: They, um, they, they clearly were taking the night off
0: Indeed There's a, there's a clip up here of Vince Russo just saying I am the Batman <laughs> Yeah Alright uh, Tony Schiavone with the, on the voiceover says In one fell swoop the entire focus of the company has changed As the camera zooms in on Russo and Bischoff hugging uh, And we move to Bischoff and Hogan's drama in the video package oh We have a fantastic wipe The Spring Stampede logo wipes over the screen and it's uh, it's Eric Bischoff backstage pacing. Uh, obviously, you've got uh, Billy Kibben and Toy Wilson kind of macking on the sofa. You got Vince Russo hanging out, too cool for school. And uh, yeah, and, and and Bischoff's kind of pacing back and forth, saying, "How did Hogan check himself out of the hospital anyway? Isn't that isn't that what
1: happens?
2: I assume people check themselves out. Yeah? How could he have recovered to do so? Really? I see.
1: I I think when it comes to plot holes and things that concern us." Hogan checking himself out of the hospital will be the least of our worries.
0: Indeed. I wrote down, Russo looks lazy. Um, Billy Kidman says, this is the kid talking. So I guess that's his new nickname. We've got the wood and the kid. Yeah,
1: that that (laughs) name didn't really work that well for Sean Waltman in the early 90s. I don't think it's going to be working for Billy Kidman either. He's
2: supposed to be Billy the Kid. Oh, of course, that's why that's what
0: I took from it. Oh yeah, it. But that's fucking stupid. Oh, it's awful! It's awful. Uh, he says, "Let's fire up the hum
1: and finish him off again.
2: Easy." He, he was such a nerd as well. What a geek!
1: What a geek! Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those where you sit there and think, "How the fuck did he manage to pull Tory Wilson? How does how does that happen?"
0: Imagine that bedroom talk. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Dim the lights. The kid has arrived. <laughs>
0: We then cut to our second music video of the production. Uh, this, of course, being your general generic, here's a bunch of wrestlers on the screen here <laughs> in WCW. <laughs> Which just
2: highlights the previous week's night, night on it. Yeah,
0: it's so like they only had that footage to make a video with. Uh, Pyro goes off. Ballyhoo is afoot. Uh, Tony Giovanni starts off with the phrase, Tonight, for the first time ever, we have no champions. <laughs> <laughs> Winners!
1: <coughs> but,
0: we- but, when the final bell rings tonight, we'll have all new champions as the camera pans across a Steiner is gay sign in the crowd. So we're really cutting off to a good start here, John. We're off
1: to a stellar start, we managed to go from the Batman to the Walrus. Because <laughs> Mark Madden is in the
0: building. He's here, he's here. Uh, they talk about
2: how it's a New Blood versus the group now known as the Millionaire's Club. Right, I'm all on this fucking Come on, shit. Kieran. I, I might come to... No, actually, we'll probably speak in more detail when I come to my notes on this particular one. They're not groups. They are tags given... They're classifications of wrestlers. That's what they are. They're not groups, motherfucker. Just so, I'll come on to this later. Actually, I'll just probably repeat that. But yeah, well,
0: anyway. One no, of the things we we did talk about this on yeah. the on the first review of April tenth, where the tag of millionaires was banded around, but these guys, they there was no act of unity among them. They're not. They weren't teammates. Well,
1: and the new they blood, they were as kicking well. each
2: other in the balls. And they show new blood. They're f- matches amongst each other. Heels, faces. There's no there's no unity. There's no rhyme or reason. They're just the new blood are basically anyone in the company. Who, in I guess, in the Bischoff uh, Russo mindset, fantasy mindset, haven't been, you know, pushed and control yeah. in the company. So they're, they're basically the, the rest of the roster mm. and they want to fuck off the old boys. Yeah. That's the storyline, but they've given them these arbitrary titles like they're stables and they're not, motherfucker. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very yeah, very there's, maddened by there, this. There's
1: no, there's no, there's no cohesion no. to anything. And there's I think, no unity. And I, but I think even if there were, you know, some of the rogues gallery that are in this new blood. You're sitting. There's nothing remotely new about them. They've been around forever and a day. <laughs> Mark Madden
0: sitting at the desk with a black eye from the uh, tank Abbott angle on, uh, on Nitro. Uh, Tony Schiavone called a capacity crowd, and this is uh, during a three-shot of the announcers where there is clearly a large block of empty seats right behind him. So, yeah, wonderful. To, and to
1: clarify, in a building that holds twenty thousand for basketball, <clears throat> around nineteen thousand for a for a, what well, I'll call a proper wrestling show. <laughs> For this, you have an you have an attendance of about thirteen thousand, which I'm actually amazed by, given the shit that was being served at this point. I dare say much of that was probably papered.
2: I was I think actually I think if I'm correct in saying this, all available seating was did go. Uh, but they cornered off, uh, like they blanked out like uh, 5,000 seats So, because that was like obstructive view seen around Mark Madden. So. <laughs>
0: That'd explain why the empty seats were behind the announcers actually. Logic yeah. bomb,
2: <laughs> bitches. <laughs> we'll see how many of them you want to drop today.
0: Uh, Scott Hudson says the tournaments are stacked in the New Blood's favour. Of course, there is a, in the US title tournament an eight-man tournament. Seven members of this No brackets. group called yeah. <laughs> no, no brackets. Yeah. There's no brackets shown ever here, here at the
1: start of the show. Non-threats the night but I at least have crumbs of comfort in the sense of they're at least telling us what's gonna you know the sort of the car in a sense for the show having not done that at all on nitro. No. If only we hadn't reached the point where the show's already started so no one who you know people who don't have it aren't aware anyway.
0: Well they had mentioned some of this on Thunder.
1: Nobody watches Thunder. Okay. That doesn't count <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Tony Schiavone says that Russo and Bishop have told the referees not to be too quick to call a disqualification uh, relaxed rules are in effect playground rules I believe was the term being used here
1: yeah, no blood no foul yeah.
0: more on that later Scott Hudson says there can be DQs but there will just be a lot of leeway give the guy some room yes
2: was the quote yeah
0: Tony Schiavone by the way has got a stack of papers on his desk that looks like the bible it's like so big he's got so much to remember tonight I just felt so bad for the guy my, uh, my sympathy would kind of peter out by the end of the <laughs> evening. <laughs> so, of course, to kick off the new blood, the Mama Lukes music hits. Uh, Disco Inferno is leading Big Vito and Johnny the Ball down the aisle. Still can't hear Dave Benzer, by the way. No, no, he's, he's underwater for the duration of this. Uh... Gene Oakland is backstage with Team Package while the Mama Lukes are coming down, to the, coming down the aisle. Ric Flair's in street clothes for this entire show. He didn't bring his gear, I guess. And uh, they came up with the explanation that it's uh, Street Fight rules. Absolutely nothing. Instead of value in this, uh, in in this promo here, I have got Flair just wrote Flair just said, "Woo, woo, Russo," and then just walks off awkwardly. That's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the arena, and there's more empty seats visible. Uh, Ugly woman
1: holds sign. Total package. This. <laughs> I wrote that down. I don't. <laughs> uh, we we there are there are lots of uh, not so fine looking people in this audience.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lex Luger comes out first with Liz. Uh, Tony, I think somebody asks, uh, does he have to pose every single time? Madden
2: doesn't he do that every single
0: time. Yeah, himself? and then and then and then Shivani says, apparently he does. <laughs> so and he's, yeah. this is he is being cast as the baby face here, by the way. Yep. Luger, keep that in yes, mind. Yes,
2: yes, this was, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, Ric Flair is out. Of course, he's wearing his uh, finest slacks and kind of a short sleeve polo shirt looking thing. Um, random shit music plays of course this is the network version overdubbing Iron Man by Black Sabbath or at least the knockoff version and Vince Russo comes out the Roo himself is here uh, he says hey slick Rick and very small package which, gets in, oh! which does get a pop from the crowd I won't lie the, the crowd did find that very amusing uh, he says it's not an- it's fucking Chicago I would expect more <laughs> on that later Punk come for you uh, Russo says this is not an even playing field as this is two veterans versus two rookies, uh, Russo says that even the odds, let's send out the boys at which point I thought, no <laughs> yes.
1: no, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> here they come and here
0: come the boys let's hear it for the boys <laughs> the Harris boys, out to no reaction whatsoever <laughs> yep. And yeah. do you want to explain their gear by the way Carl do I have to? Please. What, what, what the hell is it, really? They just. Hey, Harris Boys t shirts, I, I can imagine, just flew off the shelf.
1: Oh, I'm sure they did straight into the bin. <laughs> um, yeah, Harris Boys. Not remotely new. Certainly not new blood. No. no. Pure blood, maybe, but not new blood. <laughs> Aryan blood, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah,
0: the best thing here is, when the Harris Boys come out, it gets to McFlair, who looks like he's just like fucking hell. <laughs> the house boys and the mama
2: Luke's yeah. against flair and luger four on two in a tag tournament yes i'm wondering how is this going to play out for the, the, the legitimacy of the, the, of the uh, tourney and the titles yeah and I just wrote, this show is going to be fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're, we're already at a point where at the, at the start of the match shivani said he doesn't know the rules But well, i love that which, which is really helpful um,
0: so, shivani debates what they are and then he ends it he pauses and no one's got an answer so he just goes i don't know fans
1: yeah <laughs> So, we we don't know if the Harris boys can actually win in this match or not. If they're just supposed to be there to help the Mamelukes.
0: Let's suppose they win. Do all four men go through to the next round and Uh, do another 4 like wondering. And
1: and I think straight off the bat, we're already seeing why there were no brackets. Harris boys, they gave up belts. belts. Why do they want to be in the tournament? Uh, What's the point?
2: Because they're bitches, I guess. They're just... Fish offs bitches. I don't know. There's those bitches even. Dem boys.
0: Them boys. Dem boys. Yeah. Uh, so there's a beat down. There's a comeback. Rick Flair puts on the figure four and then breaks the hole for no reason whatsoever, yeah. just to look at what the I, Harris boys and Lex Luger are doing I, on the floor. Something
1: tells me told that told the Big Vito Mr. Q somewhere. Yeah.
2: I yeah. With... I thought that because when he turns around, Vito's there. So he's, he's. I think he's waiting for a uh, for Big Vito. I'm at this stage. I'm because it started off. It was like the four on two, you know, wild brawl and. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a bell or not, and they're not tagging in at the start. it's just a wild brawl and I was wondering when Flair gets on the figure four, maybe they haven't started the match yet, but I think they probably had um oh yeah, 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 and then uh yeah, but then you so after they start off the crazy brawl and then they decide tags are needed, apparently, I don't know mm-hmm. theres uh, this arbitrary
1: well that, that remember they've already said Kieran there are lax rules lax rules they haven't completely thrown the rule back out there mm. are, there's still sort of a framework if you like okay. If there was a framework to Rousseau's writing more on that later a
2: threat of a DQ yes but you don't know when it's coming no a mystery DQ yeah <laughs> but the swerve DQ
0: the swerve DQ. Um, I I gotta interject here. I just wrote down Slick Johnson is fucking awful. Oh oh, he's hideous. He's a, he's a terrible. At one point, Vito prods Luger to come in so they can you know, get some heat on flare in the corner. Luger comes in for the referee to intercept him. Lex gets in the ring and Mark Slick Johnson just walks off. And Lex Luger visibly just looks at the referee, tries to reach him and grab him to pull him in the way, but he's too busy fucking off over the other side of the ring talking to the Harris boys. Well, there's no DQs, why uh, would he?
1: I guess. <laughs> L- Sh- shilling for the hard camera as well. He does that at the finish, all yeah. the slick.
2: <laughs> I see, I've got yeah, uh, Lex Luger shrugger waiting for a spot. That's what I think That's was there. Yeah, that is just fucking um, awful.
1: Now, in, in, in sort of comical fashion, as you'd expect in a match like this, if the babyface is going to overcome it, the heels fall out amongst themselves but the commentators don't pick up on this cue no they just watch it happening don't say anything it's left to us to assume <laughs> uh, just descend into well I think the, the last the last note I put for this was a mess yeah what a, <laughs> what a mess that's a long <laughs> a ago. Mess. Fla-
0: Flair sells for the Nazis for a little while <laughs> Disco posts Lex on the floor Liz uh, Dex Disco and then two fat extras from the Sopranos (laughs) take Disco away (laughs) I didn't know what okay Disco walks around it and those two randoms
2: carry them off who are they? they aren't security Madden says they're like the first round draft picks for the bears I think (laughs) yeah which is a funny line at least it was a fucking explanation for something (laughs) never mentioned again Mark Mark Madden calls them vaguely Sicilian
0: (laughs) I don't know they didn't to me these like two fans who just grabbed disco off I don't know what was going on but uh, Luger tags in for the hot tag Uh, (laughs) crowd goes mild the four heels are so slow to feed Lex I actually felt bad it's rare when Luga's the fast one in a match but uh Vio's on the top rope now this is this is the shrug trying to get his footing and Luger's just standing in the ring waiting oh, yeah. for Vio to come off so he can punch him in the gut and Lex <laughs> just moves his hands like well are you coming or not but yeah it's kind of, the way he kind of looks at the crowd like
2: yeah, I'll do the spot when he's fucking ready it's <laughs> not my fault mate
0: oh this is a great one join the ball jumps up to the top rope turns around as a clothesline but uh, Luga puts on the rack and it's over and that's the end of this absolute mess I don't know what's going on on the floor with the Harris's and Flair no.
2: <laughs> just beating the shit out of Flair or are they? Yeah, I don't distracted or something. and then
0: Flair just, like comes up and he's fine at the end yeah. of the uh, end of the match a big gigantic R.I.P. Andre sign at this point I was feeling a little bit jealous <laughs> don't <laughs> <mind> you, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah I don't know how many stars you want to give that but it probably won't be six I'm guessing Go well
1: on. let me put it this way it's not going to fall into the category of favorite three and a half star matches i've ever seen
0: <laughs> we are backstage with mean gene and mike awesome uh i just written down here yeah you damn right they say got cats have got nine lives he will beat the hell out of all of them <laughs> <laughs> awful i've just written down here of course oh, yeah. he's supposed to be wrestling the cat in the u.s title tournament yeah, this is his first uh promo time as well in the company he he had that awful one-liner on nitro when he said that uh when he heard that Russo and Bischoff were back in the saddle, it was too sweet to pass oh, okay,
2: it. yeah. Yeah, he probably should have kept it at the one-liners, to be honest, because what a nerd. What a jabroni.
0: Yeah, there's... there's a- <laughs> what an appropriate word, by the way, because uh, Bam Bam uh, Bigelow shows up and says, where'd you get this jabroni?
1: <laughs> I, the, the funny thing is, you can sort of belittle the likes of a uh, Judge Jeff Jones... Oh when yeah, ACW. Not, I'm not a fan. When Jeff but,
0: Jones is the superior promo, but, but in an when, act.
1: yeah. But when, yeah, when he's put alongside Awesome, you know, seeing when he's not there with Awesome, you sort of think, oh well, you know what? He wasn't actually that bad by comparison. But yeah, what a way. bearing in mind that the way that sort of Madden talks on commentary and and and, and Hudson talk on commentary, mm-hmm. there the, the theory is that Mike Awesome is going to be a monster. You've already had him come in and lay out Nash on the first night. You're going for this sort of menacing bloke who's just going to beat the shit out of everyone. So, in his first real promo, he backs off Bigelow and then cheap shots him after 30 seconds. That's that's your monster. More on that later.
0: Yeah, so uh, Awesome complains. Hey, I'm trying to conduct business here. When Bigelow interrupts, Uh, Bigelow steps up. Awesome pussies down. And then uh, Bigelow turns his back, Awesome attacks him and says, Yeah, that's right, I was talking to you, Bam Bam, I was talking to you!
1: <laughs>
2: Just like that. <laughs> yeah, it was He not that like charisma. No. Oh,
1: shit. That's and a le- shit. And let's quickly get to match number two. <laughs> oh, with, with the worst, the worst, the dirt worst dog shit intro music I've ever heard in my fucking life. Is it, is from it's this it's Howard Punk... Stern knockoff. Oh, Punk's dad? <laughs> yeah. that's
2: right folks CM Punk Phil Brooks is the illeg- illegitimate love child of man cow <laughs> I don't know what your source of this is do you watch the performance of M- man cow? oh I see <laughs> he's similar Punk. strikes Punk has taken so much from his reper- re- repertoire and uh, incorporated into his own blood relatives defo
1: I don't know I'm going to have to pour scorn on that oh. man cow's a better gait. oh yeah
0: he does have a gait of a man um, the music but, video to this match oh, by the way, oh, it's, 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 oh it's so bad it's just
1: so bloody awful
0: this guy, they, I don't want to break it down basically they, they argue in a radio station there's an attack in a radio station there are promos being cut it's awful
1: yeah wrist probably cut afterwards as well <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jimmy Hart comes out with random bald man uh, Scott Hudson says he's got a ringer an insurance policy no one mentions who this man is he's, he, there's no graphic it's, um, on the screen
1: it's ho- a hole something hole Hale, hail. hail, yeah, hail, right?
0: I was going to say that the big uh, giveaway. It says uh, Hale's bells on his tights, mm. so I'm assuming this is Emory Hale. Um, I just wrote down Hale. Apparently, uh, Jimmy Hart calls Mankow a stern wannabe and gets a little bit of heat from the Chicago crowd. who seem to know who Mankow is. I've written down Mankow's song needs
2: discussion. It doesn't. <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. I've <laughs> got oh, what the fuck is this? There's a fake Mankow sign. And he has his own song, entourage and whores. Yeah, so the girls come out, one of them always
0: falls over on the ramp or an athlete. Then we've got a million look-alike, the dude from fucking Coming to America, so Jaffe Joffe, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Prince Jaffe Joffe <laughs> one. A dude in a bowl hat, and, uh, and Vince Russo. No, it's man excuse me. Uh, Tony Schiavone identifies them as Al Roker Jr., Brian the Whipping Boy, and Turd. <coughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> making those uh, uh, what apropos <laughs> yeah when was this ever advertised Nine, on TV 90,000 people bought this show and saw turd on their show <laughs> wonderful uh, we get a man cow promo because the fact that this is actually happening on, on, on the pay-per-view is not enough we need to actually get it over man cow does a promo saying well 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 Jimmy Hart you piece of shit that's right folks
1: yeah stone, he's a badass too stone cold man cow yep.
0: yeah it's like the, the desperate lens, like just how uncreative, how fucking bare bones was this needed? The match, the swearing, or well, if you're gonna do this farce, why? Well, you know, ah, oh, everything about this is just cack anyway. Bush league,
1: bush, bush league, league
0: to the max. Um, he says
2: thanks, Eric Bischoff, for a chance for revenge in Chicago. Eric Bischoff, yeah. So the face. Is now thanking the heel. This will pan out even more at the end of the match as well, oh, I think. Yeah. So yeah, so the face is the hometown face is thanking the big big bad heel. Yeah. For getting his hands Yeah, yeah.
1: Because he's gonna wrestle the heel who's hugging the baby face. Who's a
2: face yes, a face by a face messenger by the end of the match, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, of
1: course. Yes.
0: This SOB Pearl Harbor Me Mine Studio says Man Cow. Uh, they start wrestling, Mark Madden screams, catfight. Uh, Mancow is distracted by hail And he gives him the finger <laughs> stink of Mancow lives uh, There's a low blow by Jimmy Hart Mark Madden at one point says This is utter nonsense And Tony Giovanni says Of course it is <laughs> Not even trying Not even trying here um, Jimmy Hart goes to the top rope For a um, a, a, a splash I suppose <laughs> uh, The referee is pulled into the splash For what is apparently a ref bump I don't know, Again this match needed a ref bump Apparently it looks like cack Hale grabs Mancow, he presses him up and throws him onto the entourage. Gets back in. Hale vanishes into thin air. I don't know where he goes.
1: Uh, uh, well, Hart sends him away, doesn't he? Yeah, doesn't he, he sends, does, him yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sends him away. I don't need you anymore. Yeah, he
0: sends him away. Nicely fucking played, Jimmy. <laughs> Mancow gets a chair, hits Jimmy with it. Pinsman wins. <laughs> Kidman's music hits. He walks out and he attacks Jimmy Hart, the no. heel in this situation. Yep.
1: And nobody cares. <laughs>
0: like Hogan chant, I've written down.
1: Am I wrong? No, 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 no that's, that's probably fair, but it, it might have been helpful if, if if the kid had picked up the microphone, <laughs> ju- even just for 30 seconds. And aim- explain- tells
0: it was aimed at and yeah, explains the narrative yeah. a little bit. It M- might have
1: just been an idea for the people who didn't watch Nitro, because there's half a chance that you know that audience that rocked up on the day, we're just looking for something to watch.
0: We cut the backstage where Vince Russo snaps at the Mama Luke's and the Harris Boy's This goes 10 seconds. You ruined your opportunity... Cause them losers. <laughs> Cause them losers. We all knew we all yeah. knew that anyway.
1: Now, admittedly this is just the mama Lukes, and yes they are losers. But through the course of this show, I kind of get the feeling that Stephanie watched it at some point and took notes and thought this is how the heel authority acts.
2: Oh, Again, formative stages, Carl. Oh <laughs> i yeah, say I just wanna add in when, one when uh Vinnie Rue is calling the uh, the losers losers, Vito has this great look on his face, like I gonna give a fuck really so fuck off <laughs> I'm too cool for you yeah well, great I'll get to go home <laughs> <laughs> home time uh, The Wall is out
0: next <laughs> who did make the poster for this show still no brackets still no brackets and no reaction either for that matter Scott Steiner comes out to the fucking old Steiner Brothers Stein- music Stein. I hate that song I hate that song is yeah. there a worse yeah,
1: theme song that lasted this long yeah. I've got Steiner comes out to old babyface music he is still a heel, right? Yeah, he is a heel. Arc. Yeah, he's, he's always been a, He's still a heel. Bearing in mind what he called Flare on the Nitro six days previously. Yeah, he'd been a heel the
0: entire time this year. Um, this one should be a great one, Shivani <laughs> I've written down here. Uh, this is a US title tournament match, the first match on the show for the tournament. Uh, the mission is to eliminate the Millionaires Club to clear the way for the new blood.
2: Why well, just not put them in the tournament?
0: That's what I said. Why enter them? Why enter one of them if the idea is to clear the way? How about you just don't book them?
1: At least, at least make them earn the rights. You know, some sort of, you know, contractually obligated you know something, anything, to explain why they're in it.
0: Yeah, the crowd is very pro scott Steiner. However, in this match, and I can't really say I blame them because uh, the wall is the opponent. Uh, there's a low blow right in front of the referee yeah, by Scott. Here, low blow,
1: DQ relaxed.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. This is the relaxed rules. So we are kicking the balls not a disqualification so that's
1: yeah that's fine
0: yep. we, we've established the ground rules yep. belly to belly afterwards by uh, Scott Steiner a random low blow in return by the wall uh, the, the, this one was so bad that the referee Slick Johnson held his own balls I noticed <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't even like step in this is that period where it's like everybody's low blowing and wrestling at this period of time
1: and at that point you know they're at least you know they're keeping to strict adherence of kayfabe because we all know Slick Johnson has no balls <laughs> Uh, Relaxed rules, Carl. What can you say? So Relaxed rules. You know, in fairness, in fairness to the referee, you know, a low blow, apiece piece. So you know, at least he's calling it right down the middle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how does this match end? Yeah. Oh, work of art. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is one. The, there's a few great finishes on this show, and this is, one of, <laughs> there, this is one of the better ones. Are they both new
2: blood guys, by the way? Yeah. Yes. Okay. They actually
0: fine. came out walking side by side on Nitro. Oh, cool. Apparently aligned in some way. Um, the wall gets a table and puts, uh, sets it up on the outside. They tease, bumps through it. Tony Schiavone screams, "If the wall choke slams him through the table, it could end his career."
1: All <laughs> right. Overstatement number one from
0: Schiavone. Yeah. Uh, there's a thumb in the eye to break up a potential choke slam. Scott Steiner then pulls in Slick Johnson in front of him. The blinded wall grabs Slick Johnson by the throat and choke slams him through the table, which I enjoyed. I won't lie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we all did.
0: A second referee runs in and calls for the bell. That would be Billy Silverman. Yes. That's too far. Choke slamming an official over the line. That's the line. That's where the that line has been well, established here. Well, Kicks in the balls, fine. Now, Weapon use, fine. Touch a referee. Well,
1: well just just so we're, we're clear, it's it's the fact that it's the referee that's been hurt and not the table where they draw the line. Yeah. Just going to need clarification on that for later on in well, the show. Well, that
2: does make sense because it was, you know, Steiner did assault him and, and kind of force it, really. What well, you see? The first, person
1: he the had first person the referee ref was Scott Steinman yes.
2: yes. So why?
0: Clearly, the blinded man did the choke slam, but he's blind, and it's obvious he's blind. Scott Steinman just set this man up to go to the table, and apparently hoodwinked not only the referee in question,
2: but the one who was watching on the monitor. He pretty much, um, pretty much like tied him to the train tracks. And then the, the wall is the train who ran over poor Slick Johnson, and the train gets done for murder, even though yeah. Steiner put him on the tracks kind of thing. Anyway. Absolutely.
0: Uh, the referee raises Scott's hand and the crowd pops. Uh, this is one of the things I love about WCW. They always had that camera on the apron where the guys would look into the camera and say something. And Scott Steiner looks at it, <laughs> he realises he's got nothing to say, and then just leaves. <laughs> he, doesn't, he can't even force out anything. He can't even force out a... <gasps> That he always used to do in the matches. Nothing, nothing from Scott Steiner here. Right, let's get our, to the back. We go to the back, to the back. We've got no time to to to, to <laughs> observe this because Gene Oakland is with the cat. <laughs> go on, go. I like the cat. <laughs> says Mike can't. Who's he? can't dance. Yeah. This is great stuff. It started. The thing. Did you catch the first like te- like five seconds of this where? They, they throw to the back oh but, the ca- but the camera doesn't go the, ca- the camera doesn't go so they, they've started their interview and Ernest Miller's called him an old man or something like that and Gene just fires back with old man if I steal your woman and then
2: starts the interview like he sees Russo realism uh huh mm. Ru-rualism? Anyway. Rualism. Yeah, you know, this, this, this is what guys talk about yeah. when they're not on the air. They don't just stand there waiting for their cue, obviously. Yeah. It's ruralistic. Rualistic. The cat. malicious. <laughs> <laughs> the cat calls WCW the biggest redneck
0: company in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and says they hired. <laughs> they hired another redneck in Mike Orson <laughs> to fight him. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, he's, he's clearly terrified of the monster that is Mike Awesome. <laughs> clearly, yeah. Bam Bam jumps the cat on his interview to it's end. Key. This is key. This is key. Directly well, before the match, directly you. before Awesome's music is playing. Awesome's coming out, and Bam Bam Bigelow runs out and attacks Mike Awesome. The bell rings for a DQ, no doubt. Oh, no, no, no. Because no, stupid Carl. That'd be stupid. The match hasn't started between Cat and Awesome yet.
1: Okay.
2: The bell has. <laughs> the bell's rung though, Kieran. They 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 explain to us. WCW is a land of opportunity and Bam Bam Bigelow seeing the opportunity by the downed cat who mind you has been down for approximately five seconds yeah so Bam Bam comes in hasn't had a chance to get the match yet. starts no one blinks the match is on the ref don't give a shit God knows what the fans are thinking at this point because nothing's been announced over the they chanting them. ECW uh, awesome yeah and, yeah Bam, Bam, Bam. Um, um, it made no sense but just you know it's official that's the
1: new WCW yeah. they say Wonderful. And can we be clear? This is our second consecutive heel-on-heel heel match with Bigelow and Awesome. Now we could we could be fair and say, well, you know, it's it's the way they're telling the story because originally it would have been heel Mike Awesome against baby. No, no, because the cat was a heel as well, so it was designed to be a heel versus heel match in the first instance.
0: <laughs> Scott Hudson says, "Is this official? Has he taken the cat spot?" Tony Schiavone says, "I don't know." <laughs> Uh, a big tope over the top rope from Mike Awesome, who uh, does get a uh, you know, light up the crowd with this and turns to the camera and screams, as he does several times on this match, I'm the best.
2: <laughs> oh, damn right, I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think that's at the end of the match. Actually. Yeah.
0: Bam Bam Bigelow uh, back drops him over the barricade, and uh, Mike dives over the barricade uh, onto Bigelow. Mark Madden says several times, totally awesome, to everything that Mike Awesome does. Yeah. Uh, a fan just so happens to be uh, holding a poster of Diamond Dallas Pages' book cover. Right there where they're brawling, which cannot be a coincidence. No way. It's about as much of a coincidence as a manco sign, Liam. Mm, Indeed. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow gets the advantage. Uh, A flying headbutt from the top rope, so Bam Bam has awesome. Almost beaten when the cat returns. Yep, he runs down the aisle, hits a standing psychic to Bam Bam Bigelow,
2: not a disqualification.
1: What? but but he's interfering. No, 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 don't be stupid. This is the new WCW. He's now in the match! That's oh. right. He's back in. So, so is this now? Is this now? This, cat versus Mike Awesome, or has this become a triple threat? This is art. This is mm. it's a triple threat. I think. It's, I think. If, if it's art, it's certainly abstract. <laughs> he grabs the microphone, the
0: cat, after he hit a psychic on Bigelow. He says he's beaten everyone up, even though he hasn't even touched Awesome yet, and says uh, even though he's hurt, he'll dance. Now shut up while I put my red shoes on. Mark Madden flout asks Why would he dance? Why indeed <laughs> Why would he dance? Awesome gives him a lariat That uh, Scott Hudson says Shaved the cat I don't know why <laughs> There's an awesome splash Off the top rope To the cat And pins him
2: So see, 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 see it's okay Because The finish Was The original participants In the match Yeah So it all makes sense In the end <laughs> Obviously It's, it's like an ac- episode Of Seinfeld <laughs> It's a three act story Liam mm, Indeed indeed it
0: is he pins him and then uh, Mike Orson screams to the camera yes I'm the best damn it Uh, Tony Schiavone asks flat out in the middle of a tournament explain that to me (laughs) no one ever did no one ever did but
1: now to the back again to the back Vince Russo's hanging out Eric Bischoff is still nervous Uh, the kid Russo's phrase Eric you're giving me a headache (laughs) at this point
0: I knew the feeling (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kim and Toria hanging out. Uh, Eric Bischoff is nervous about Hogan. That is all. Uh, anything to add? An- another ten. So se- there's a lot. Th- these Russo's television is littered with these <laughs> ten-second, you know, just keep hitting the
1: points type of segments. Um, well, we we, we had to get through that segment quick because we need to get onto our third heel versus heel match. Indeed, it's um, Gene
0: Oakland backstage with Buff Bagwell and the franchise. Shane Douglas, the new blood. Yeah. yeah. Buff Bagwell joined yeah. in uh, 91 in WCW
1: and Shane Douglas. He, he was he was a dynamic dude in 1989 with old left foot Lauren Of course he was. Of course he was. I forgot about that.
0: And Johnny would come back to WCW shortly after to suck Shane's dick again, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. They're wrestling Harlem Heat. I couldn't wait for this oh, match. Harlem Heat 2000. H2K, apparently. Yes. there's there's a couple of
1: important things to note here is there there is is. are you sure yes Ahmed Johnson is alive and had survived by eating himself it would appear I thought it was Abdullah to be quite honest (laughs) maybe Ahmed Johnson ate Abdullah
0: yeah maybe Mm. not the kind of new blood I'm interested in by the way (laughs) anyway I will say that (laughs) in this promo I gotta add (laughs) Buff says absolutely nothing in this promo but Shane Douglas goes for Flair. I thought Shane's promo was good. It was good, wasn't it? I really did. Space Mountain is closed as of now. That limo riding, jet flying, son of a gun, bullshit, is over. <laughs> it was good. It was a really good promo. This, this is one of Shane's better efforts, because he couldn't say cut the fucking music. Oh, ha, ha ha I bet he could have. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He probably could have. Harlem Heat 2000, waddle out. <laughs> and I just wrote, fuck's sake, look at the size of these fuckers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here I <come. laughs> Oh, I I'm, I'm going to be okay I'm going to be okay Breathe in Breathe in Well yeah Ahmed Johnson's still alive It would seem Though for how long We can't tell <laughs> um, He's bigger than Swall. I, I was trying to think I was hoping you might be able To tell me a name Was he a member Of the No Limit Soldiers 4x4 yeah. four four. He was still employed At this point okay Yeah And One, one of the happier things About this match Clarence Mason is still alive. He's there, Carl. He, he is there. Why? No one really knows. Oh, and another important thing to remember. Ahmed Johnson is now known as Big T. Big T. Because he won the rights to using the letter T in his name uh, from the previous pay-per-view where he defeated Booker T, who is now simply known as Booker.
0: Key to notes. It is. Key to notes. Shane and Buff are out. Mark Mann says that uh, Buff and Shane are exactly like Team Package, only their new blood. Mm. So uh, I guess the, the, the parallel between Buff and Lex and Shane and Flair was uh, what they were going for here. Mm. Bit of a stretch, but I'll, I'll give them some leeway. You know
2: if they hadn't have. This is one of the few things I thought you could actually make. This is a, a story that I could get into if they actually told it over like you know, maybe months. Yeah. Because mainly because of the Shane program, it was like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of interesting enough and Flair's great. So if they took it seriously, which. It's a big ask on this show but still um, yeah But we've got, got it out there in a week so that's all, all good and gravy yeah. absolutely uh, there's more talk about the relaxed
0: rules and I love this the line nobody bought a pay-per-view to see a DQ they just did one <laughs> They just did one in the last match and outright acknowledging that people don't want to see it. It's brilliant. Um, Shane gets the hot tag here. Cash with a splash uh, on the outside on Buff Bagwell and posts him as H2K take over. Uh, Ahmed hooks Shane. Shane gives him a low blow that doesn't really get over. Hits the Pittsburgh plunge on Stevie Ray uh, and pins him as Ahmed Johnson just holds his cock and watches. And Sucker's
1: got
2: to go. <laughs> Hit the bricks hit the bricks I've got Bagwell attacked on the outside Shane just wins
0: <laughs> He did it on his own no. crowd just pops and crowds <laughs> into crowds into Shane and
1: Buff just win baby just <laughs> yeah. win
0: um Gene Oakland oh yeah there's there's dissension between Stevie Ray and Ahmed Johnson after the match by the way
2: okay. it's like, uh, it's I don't big. know if anything ever came of this no Buff it didn't Buff Buff and um what's his name what's his fucker? Shane Buff, Buff and Shane are off on the top of the, the ramp and like they're waiting to leave but they can't leave and like wave to the crowd so they're just standing there and they're like watching, like in the ring, for waiting for the, the descent to happen. And then they kind of realise they could, kind of see the camera cuts back to them, and nothing's going to happen. So I think Buff kind of taps Shane on the sh- on the stomach, and says, "Let's get the fuck out of here." Yeah. They just kind of walk off, wave to the crowd, like the good heels they are. And,
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, gotta live the gimmick. <laughs> Gene Oakland is backstage again with Booker T, and again, not much is said in any of these promos. Really, I got Sting is is about all I got out of this. Um, the the kind of thing they're kind of trying to get at here is that he's not a true member of the New Blood. Doesn't see eye to eye with Bischoff. They're trying to kind of give him opportunities, and he doesn't really appreciate it. And that's kind of the uh, the idea. Music, shit, music plays. It's Booker T's music. Um, he's of course he's only Booker, as you mentioned, Carl. Apart from Dave Penzer, who didn't get the memo and calls yep. him Booker T.
2: Luckily, no one could hear that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't matter anyway. Sting comes out, and Mark Madden's insipid oh, we've got, commentary We've here. got our
1: first shoot of the evening, folks. We do.
0: The word is outright said, I don't like Sting, and that's a shoot. We never talk backstage. I haven't spoken a word to him in the six years I've been here, but uh, the Russo and Bischoff era have fired him up. If I was Sting, I wouldn't want to talk to him either, so they're not the surprises it. there. He right? might eat me. <laughs> Action early here. This is probably actually
2: one of the better matches on the show. In I got yeah, I got two star match. So like, it's the match of the year.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so exactly it.
1: So you've got that. I've got first watchable match. Watchable. You went as far as watchable. Yep, yeah, and, and to keep with the the real sensible cohesion of this shoe, a baby face versus babyface match, of course. Yeah, Good shades of great, Carl. Yep. The- nice use of the chair outside.
0: Oh, dude, I got you. Got to touch on this. They go to the floor and they do like an Irish whip. Spartan book. He just eats the fucking camera and drops like a sack of shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just goes down like he's been shot. It's hysterical. Uh, and then that's the, like one of the only things they replay in this whole match too. Is this ugly, blown-looking spot
1: but, but at least, at least a match that seemed to have some sort of tempo, and at, at least the fans seem to care for once. Oh, but, and yeah. more, the guys actually care
0: as well. Yeah. Yeah. Booker T is yeah. going in a chin lock the fans are into Sting as he uh, kind of rises to his feet Booker cuts him off
2: hits the axe kick for a two to which
0: point Mark Madden screams what else can he do
2: yeah basically putting over hey, you know, Sting just can't die in this mm-hmm. match that's gone four minutes <laughs> <laughs> Sting ducks the close under does the DDT and Mark Madden screams how does he do that
0: um <laughs> Tony Schiavone says we are a long way from this one being over and 20 seconds later it's over with the Scorpion Death Drop. The announcers talk like it was a six star match. Booker T uh, is mad at Sting afterwards because Sting uh, leaves the ring without giving him his props I guess. Uh, he goes in grabs Sting kind of pulls me to the ring they, and they play a cake they bump nooks mm-hmm. to some smattering of booze in the crowd yeah the, crowd, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only any baby face match on. so far the crowd wants them to fight they don't and they're pissed yeah.
1: remember as, as JR said back in the day this is an old school wrestling town Chicago
0: yeah Mark Madden said that flat out sucks why don't they just kiss on the lips so Madden wanted them to
2: Madden uh, Madden's he, like he wanted to, to fight out, he wanted to under the desk and he was like go on kiss <laughs> Possibly. I love a bit of interracial. <laughs> oh goddammit! Interracial isn't swearing or racist. Liam. It's fine. I'm leaving it in.
0: <laughs> uh, of course, to the back. Oh god. Jean is with the kid, Tory, and Eric Bischoff because we haven't heard from them so far. Um, Bischoff says Hogan isn't coming. Kid calls him brother man. This adds nothing.
1: Yeah, Bischoff got quite confident again all of a sudden. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Maybe Kidman convinced him because Kidman was so. Well, if if anyone can do it, the kid can. Vampiro! (laughs) Heel vs. Heel match number four! (laughs) Here we go. Both New Blood. (laughs) Both
0: New Blood. Vampiro is out. Uh, Cool music, cool entrance, cool look. The thing about Vampiro is... It's Vampiro. It's Vampiro and it's always going to go to shit as soon as he either talks or
2: wrestles. You know what I really liked? You know his little bat pose? yeah and then the, the promo p- go, and then the, the pyro first yeah. time they fucked it up the second time I was like that's cool as fuck yeah it's like, it's like what a great look as well But yeah, the, the
0: good look good music yeah the pyro yeah it's like mm. the, the, this, this. threads to has been a decent act until he yeah, has to do anything just,
1: it's just a shame it's wasted on him
2: <laughs> yeah it really is this is where I made my uh, epiphany about the new blood and millionaires who aren't stables yeah because they're all wrestling each other anyway what, who gives a fuck
1: yeah
0: Kim and Tori come out. This, is, of course, the U.S. title tournament, a uh, third match I think at this point or fourth. I've come kind of lost track.
1: Don't know. There's no brackets. no brackets. We've, it we've, would it would help. We've seen no brackets. I think this is the fourth. I, I believe it's match number four. This is, know, it is. let's work this out for the audience. Let's just get through the, Get this right. Steiner's through. Yes. Stings through. Awesome's through. Awesome's this is match through. four. Here we go.
0: No, we got there. We, we got, got there. there. Um, I said this is the best Vanthas ever looked to me early on in the match. Of course, him and Kim are going at a fairly decent pace. But it kind of just descends, and obviously it's just a kind of collection of quick spots with no real rhyme or reasons. The match goes on. Um, Mark Madden then comes out with this blinder. We could have seen this match years ago if it wasn't for the Millionaires' Club. And this is the seventh match on the show. Yeah. Two months before at Super Brawl, they wrestled in the seventh match on
2: the show.
1: <laughs> and bear, on, bear in mind, this is the seventh match of the show. It's worth pointing out that we're only an hour into the show.
2: There's a lot of white and red dots on the network, folks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Vampiro calls for his finisher, and then... uh just decides he's not going to do that anymore, goes for a
0: powerbomb, and of course, Kidman counters it, because you never can do you that. Can, you
1: can't powerbomb Billy Kidman. How many times do I have to tell people
0: it, this? Hey, Kidman did it, that counter twice in the same match here, so uh, I don't know what the hell was going on. Um, Kidman goes to throw Vampiro in the ring, and Vampiro's not watching where he's going, and softly bunks his knee on the ring steps outside. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> and, oh, which, and sells it like his knee has broken
1: and Madden sells it, like, oh, more, oh, yeah. oh. Not that hurt. You can imagine, you, know, it and you you need to, you need to rub it just quickly because of the, cause of the sting and oh, ah, That's, that's yeah. the one, the Peter Griffin yeah, special.
2: Or, uh, worse, uh, oh you bastard!
1: <laughs> that I, I actually think he was tempted to, to kick the steps in frustration, and had to stop himself. <laughs> Sell it again, that'd yeah. be good.
0: Yeah. Uh, they're still doing moves. The crowd pretty much dies at the uh, the halfway mark here when they they're they, just the exchanging holds. Um, but the shit's about to get real. A car pulls up in the garage. It's Terry. <laughs> <laughs> and like Nitro, he's
1: walking! <laughs> he's
2: walking like a motherfucker! He's insane!
0: Yells at Terry Taylor. Oh.
2: I was like, this, this yeah. is going to happen every single show, it's going to be the best thing ever. Yeah. The recurring gag Paul Kogan walks. Crowd start laughing as he starts walking like he's doing it again! He's fucking walking on a rampage!
0: <laughs> out comes Hogan. Um, so he to kill King. Billy. Yeah, he, he, he comes out. My man. <laughs> this might be the I only one. pay per view bonus it's the only funny thing he said on the whole show but it's the way he delivered it Hogan comes out like, storming down the aisle and man's yeah like you say there's, there's a time
1: for sort of levity for some seriousness <laughs> the, the gravity of the situation
0: no Hogan's coming to kill this man in revenge and Madden just bursts out that lying he's just here for his pay-per-view bonus <laughs>
2: but he didn't say it was a shoot so does that mean it's not real
0: (laughs) Hogan runs in no disqualification here at all Um, the match is still going on (laughs) the match is is still going on Hogan snatches the little shit and tosses him over the top rope like a fucking news condom
1: (laughs) But tries to put him through the table his. hang on hang on a second hang on a
0: second he throws the stairs at Kidman He, he, he hooks these steps up throws them at Kidman misses hits the post um I love this. And of course, Kieran, in a tribute to the last review, Tony Schiavone says, I've never seen Hulk Hogan look like this before. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I was going to write that. But I just got really infuriated. and Tree slam off the stairs, onto the table, which doesn't break. <laughs> <laughs> he just hits it like Thud. a fucking <laughs> sack of shit. Um, <laughs> and then he picks him up. The fans are screaming, do it again. So he just picks him up and slams him to the table. And of
2: course, there's a close one Hulk Hogan as he looks over at the people and says that son of a bitch <laughs> and uh, a nice quote from Shivani what is this promotion becoming
1: <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one there were so many great Shivani lines oh, that I completely missed oh, there they really are but, um, but yeah, I suppose I should have realised there that, that I had the clarification at that point there table break alone is not enough for a disqualification or, or <laughs> count
2: there's no count either because I've been brawling for about 12 minutes
1: people can just run in and there's been a few run ins already as but... long, what it, anything can happen
2: we should have had a run in as long, as, counter, the okay. as, long yeah. as the refs are ok as long as the refs are ok Uh, Or at least if they do get hurt, uh, you can instigate it but don't actually complete the the injury because now it's not your fault. So that's it. Oh, and tags, really. Okay. Hold the tag, rope. Make tag. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hogan throws Kibben in the ring. Vampiro pins him. Tony Schiavone tries to up with the most ridiculous logic I've ever heard for why this wasn't a disqualification. He says, what can you do? You can't DQ anyone because Hogan didn't come in to help Vampiro.
1: Anyone want to try and explain that? Why even say that? Yeah, but even if that even if that were true, it, it effectively isn't because he, throws him, the he throws him in the ring and basically offers him out to say,
0: pin him. Hogan gets the mic after the match. Bischoff, I hope you're watching, you son of a bitch. I'm coming after your ass right now. He's going to
2: eat his ass again. He's
1: going to eat his, his ass. ass alive. <laughs> Once again, he's going to eat that ass. And let's not... We, you know, we criticise him enough, but we've got consistency here. Hogan is in the back and he's walking he's walking and just like Monday night he's throwing furniture oh but he tells
2: jokes as well he, what does he say yeah. he says something off don't touch my, my car. goddamn car <laughs> yeah don't people gonna, laugh I'm going
1: to drag him around Chicago until he smells as bad as Rodman <laughs> yeah, yeah what was that about by the way he's well, been working on
0: one liners on the drive over again he's swearing furiously as he storms through the back of course Bischoff and Russo it cuts to their thing backstage Bischoff wants to leave and Russo this fucking moron who's writing the show says the building's not that big he'll find
1: you so just stay where you are everything will be okay the building's not that big yeah why would you say that on your own show but before he even before he even gets to that and it's a lie anyway I happen to know that the United Centre has the largest attendances in the NBA just for the record
2: yeah but WC do have a a way of making them smaller (laughs) oh god this is a, this hasn't this hasn't ended nope. no this fucking no. thing goes on forever it goes
0: forever it goes on to the next match
1: <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> because we, we've already it's had It segues, doesn't it before Rooks even says the building's not that big he'll find you he, he makes reference of if you go out there you're a sitting duck as opposed to being the literal sitting <laughs> duck that he already is <laughs> Hulk Hogan eventually of course finds the room Kicks the up. It helps helps when the room door has a sign on that says Bischoff and (laughs) Russo. It
0: does. It really does. That really aids uh, Terry's cause. Um, Russo says he'll take care of it before all this. He fucks off because he's hard. Um, Hogan finds the room, kicks it down. Bischoff holds a chair to defend himself and joust him away. Like a fucking lion tamer. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hogan grabs Eric. And uh, Russo returns with the police,
2: who pull their guns on Terry. <laughs> this is amazing. The
1: Batman to the rescue! Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. but Hogan. Call his, the commissioner. So, so all these cops are in there. And as Hogan's backing off, away from the cops, he falls into a chair, backwards into a chair. Apparently, he gets stuck. He, he kind of <laughs> arms get, out, arms out, like this. Please defensive. don't. Sh- you defensive. Please don't shoot me, policeman. Like the camera cuts to the to the audience. Bye, the live crowd Who obviously also Watched it on the monitor But because Hogan's got stuck In a chair At least they thought quickly Back to the live audience Everyone's there laughing <laughs> Looking at the big screen Which is now Not showing anything Because they've cut away mm-hmm. Two seconds later We cut back Because Hogan's been Pried out of the chair and Yes continue. I,
0: I'm not sure if this was um, hesitant about showing The guns being pulled Or what this was Guns were already out It was because he was Stuck in his chair
2: Hogan then Come back he's out of the chair
0: Hogan then starts screaming How he'll eat Bischoff's ass alive again
2: Rape
1: threats
0: he's arrested uh and it's uh yeah it's pretty much in a, a, a bit of a crazy scene yeah
1: Bishop is saying something that's sort of inaudible off camera um, but well, there- that's okay because the craziness is about to continue it's about to continue. In one smooth, fluid
0: shot, Terry, we move over to the other Terry, Terry Taylor, who's just watching this madness and is
2: like, what's going on? And Terry Funk. But Terry Funk We can't in. hear what like they're saying, Liam. We can't hear what the same because Bischoff is still Mike's and you can hear his heavy breathing over the top <laughs> of everyone else, which is just fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I've been in a gold club all over again.
0: <laughs> That's one for you, Carl. <laughs> Terry Funk walks in, doesn't give a fuck about Hulk Hogan being, you know, held at gunpoint and carried off arrested. He starts asking where Norman Smiley is.
1: And everyone rats him out. Yeah, that's great. They say that he's in uh, including, catering. Including one more and who actually points in the wrong direction.
0: <laughs> really? I didn't notice that. Yeah, so basically uh, we follow Terry Funk around. He's looking for Norman Smiley. Uh, he goes to the catering room, asks uh, where Smiley is. They all point to the back room, which is the toilets. Uh, Scott Hudson then says, stay away from the teriyaki salmon and what I suppose was some kind of joke. I don't know why he said that, he just did. Um, Tony Funk walked into the toilet and says, Norman, are you in here? And we hear screaming. The scream was funny. <laughs> it was
1: hilarious. It's screaming Norman Smiley.
0: <coughs> Indeed. The fight starts, the bell rings. It's a hardcore match and it's beginning right now here in the new WCW. And the quote is, This isn't a match.
2: What? I've got a quote here in quotations. This isn't a match, but then a referee turns up and it is a match. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. So, <laughs> still one take. I know you said this, but yeah, this is all one take from the Hogan shenanigans. Yeah. So it's it's real cinematic Coppola genius. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Terry Funk uh, unloads a fridge and then hits him on Norman Smiley. And then hits him with a coke. I just said, oh yeah, Smiley hits Funk on the back of the head with a trash can and almost kills him. That's pretty fucking horrible looking. Yeah, <laughs> T- Terry
1: takes some nasty spills in this match. Oh, I, does was, he ever. I was worried for him.
0: He goes upside down in a bin at one point. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, it was That's right. great. Fun. hes just picking up anything as <laughs> like a wrong just rider. throwing it around. Right, yeah, genius. Doesn't give a shit. At one point, Smiley climbs this ladder to clutch this pipe and wrap his legs around it, so he's basically like seven feet above the ground to try and get away from Terry Funk. Terry Funk pulls the ladder away and then just calmly moves a table underneath Norman <laughs> Smiley. Calmly grabs a chair and then hits him with a chair, and he falls off of the table. Ridiculous, ridiculousness. The unprotected chair shots. Now there's a litany of them, and they just come thick and fast, and they're horrible. Uh, They end up like blowing up the aisle. It's just chair shot after chair shot after chair shots. Oh Christ! Funk finally figures it out and puts his hands up. Mark Marlon then says, "Why would Terry Funk do this? He's one of the greatest wrestlers ever." And right as he says that, Funk's on all fours, and Norman Smiley hits him right in the back of the head with a chair. Oh, my God. Fuck off with that. That was so yeah. reckless. So awful. Norman then busts out the big wiggle. <laughs> and, of course, Terry Funk then grabs a the chair and throws it over his head backwards and hits him in the face, to which point, at this, after all these chair shots, Tony Schiavone offers up, Oh, lordy.
1: <laughs> Again, the gravity of the situation yeah. is really sinking in with these commentators. Terry Funk grabs a ladder and outruns Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, not thin Dustin either.
0: No, he's... he's uh... Yeah, it's not
1: quite. It's not quite black rain, Dustin.
0: We'll, it ain't far off. We'll
1: call it. Gray, we'll call it grey dust, for the purposes <laughs> of this.
0: He goes for Terry Funk. He uh, hits him with a, another unprotected chair shot, and then gives him a pile driver. Uh, he's on the a s- shit pile driver. A shit pile driver. Funk it, before the run in, the ladder is kind of like in a seesaw position on the ropes, and here comes one of the more convoluted spots you'll ever see. Where Dustin goes to the second rope, holding the chair, and jumps off. Funk gets his foot up which pushes the chair into Dustin's face. He then takes a bump into the ladder, which seesaws into Norman's face on the floor, except they completely fuck it up. And it looks horrible. It's just a complete mess. It sounds cool. It's shit. Um, Tony Funk throws the ladder from the ring to the floor and then pins uh, Norman. He pinned Norman? (laughs) Yeah, he pinned Norman. to Oh, I think I was
2: expecting Dustin to get pinned on this one.
0: Yeah, probably. Gets the win. We cut to a sign in the crowd that says, WCW, What's next?
1: And I, I will say, I do. I absolutely love as Funk because they've sort of re. Reiter- they've sort of mentioned a couple of times on Condi that we we don't know what uh, Terry Funk's designation is at this stage. Is he new blood? <laughs> is a, Terry he's, Funk? He's not new blood. Fifty-four years old. But he's not. He's not. He's not wealthy he's, enough to be in the Millionaires yeah, he's, Club. He's too poor to be on one side. and He's too old to be on the other. He's. He's a champion. And he's an unknown to himself. He's got. He's got the hardcore title, and he pulls off. A tremendous, what I will call, saunter as he wins. <laughs> it is, it is glorious. That's his
0: all old, old Japan show me. he likes to do. It's,
1: it. it's it, the highlight, the highlight of the show for me. It was wonderful. <laughs> You rarely see old people strut like that, do you? This, especially, this, especially someone with Terry Funk's knees and hips. After this, after all these chair shots? It's, 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 it's miraculous.
0: <laughs> well, this is my favourite 15 seconds in this show, because Terry Funk gets up, he does his strut, and literally, like, seconds after the pin, Tony Giovanni comes out with, when you order Spring Stampede, you get a mouse pad. <laughs> and a graphic from a mouse <laughs> pad
2: <laughs> flies into the screen. Did Giovanni say something like not a poster not a pen <laughs> a mouse pad
0: <laughs> what the fuck was the point in this
1: oh I love it it's, just unbelievable. it's the new WCW baby <laughs> don't we know
0: it we cut to Vince Russo who's yelling at Booker T backstage uh, telling Booker T that he wants a favour from him after he fist bumped Sting and after the, uh, the harsh words he had with Gene earlier in the show We'll come back to this. Yep,
1: more berating of the wrestlers.
0: Yep, indeed, by the top guy, Vince Russo. Bald as pricks. Yep. Uh, Mike Awesome is out. Right here, baby, he says again. <gasps> but he looks down.
2: I'm wondering, why Why does he look down? He looks a little bit deflated. I thought so. And then, ha, it's versus Scotty. <laughs> it's versus Scott Steiner. So
1: I'm, I'm sorry, I've lost count. Is this, is this number six on the heel versus heel? Uh,
0: yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Semi-final
0: of the, of the uh, US title tournament Keep that in mind There I, were no they, brackets with, I have to with. assume
1: that's the case Because there were no brackets Still Okay
0: no, I,
2: got that, I got that written down Still no brackets
1: <laughs>
0: Scott Steiner takes him down immediately Elbows him in the face And gives him a very stiff cross face This made me thought Yep yeah. He said something to him backstage Thinking he was the big shit A week in And Scott he said Fuck you I'm going to put your head up your ass <laughs> Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Um, Sky takes off the ropes. Uh, Mike Awesome slingshots himself uh, back into the ring into a shoulder tackle. Uh, top rope clothesline from Awesome. Scott Steiner with a low blow and suplex. A combination that's part of his regular repertoire now.
1: Apparently, ra-
2: random low blow. No, it wasn't needed.
1: No. Uh, but again, like like pretty much every other match on the show, it's basically just a collection of moves without rhyme or reason.
0: Very quick, not enough time to, to do anything really in this one. Um, Mike Awesome goes to the top rope, and we get what could generously be called a run in from Kevin Nash, who hobbles down on his crutches.
1: And he promptly hits Mike Awesome on the arse.
0: With a crutch. Uh, awesome goes down, Scott Steiner comes over, Steiner recliner wins it. Yep, no DQ. No DQ. DQ. No DQ. Run in again. And, Weapon shot.
1: And your new monster has submitted six days after his debut.
0: Yeah. Scott Hudson says, We have a new United States champion. Tony Schiavone says, "Not yet, we don't." <laughs> Scott Hudson says, "Oh, my bad, sorry."
1: I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Here. Not even he knows what's going there on. Is, there tournament. is there is so much chaos at this point. I think I think I'll let him off.
0: I know that's inexcusable. <laughs> uh, Vince Russo, we cut backstage. Forget about those guys. We're back with Vinny Russo, the star, yelling at Dustin Rhodes. Uh, yep. He fires him.
1: Yep, the Batman has laid down the law <laughs> and fired Gold Dust.
0: He's the hero we deserve, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and did he?
2: before we fired him, told us again that you know, he created Goldust.
0: Okay, I love this. Okay, so Booker's there as well, standing guard, and Russo says, your father was nothing, you were nothing, the only time you were something is when you were Goldust, and who created Goldust, and who put every word in your mouth? Goldust <laughs> was, a, was created long before Vinnie Roo had in here, creative uh, he, power. Uh, Vinnie Roo was still, uh,
1: still Vic Venom at that point, wasn't he? <laughs> he was still writing fucking awful articles in his magazine. In, in, in the Raw magazine. Exactly. But, um,
0: Dustin's only comeback is who went out and
1: did it. Yeah, yeah, what a comeback! What a way to fire back! Basically, giving tacit approval to what Russo's just yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, you did all that. I went out and said it though. <laughs> yeah. Hooray for me!
0: So yeah. he's fired. He's yep. gone.
1: Yep, hit the bricks. Yeah, uh, it's okay because Booker's there to console him.
0: he is, doesn't give him a fist bump though, which I thought was mm-hmm. like like a class from Booker. Yeah, um, Vampiro is out next. As
1: is Sting. Still no brackets. Still no brackets. Still no brackets. And what a, what a way to hold off on your blood feud. The battle of the brothers in, in pain. Thrown into the middle of a tournament without brackets. No for advertising it, ahead of time for this match. For the prestigious secondary belt that was given up by Jeff Jarrett six days ago.
0: And of course, let's not forget, Vampiro had turned heel on Sting on April 10th, six days prior to this, uh, to eventually lead to a feud, I suppose. But... So it's, it's a
1: slow build they're going for here. Indeed, a Russo slow build, but a slow build nonetheless.
0: Yeah, so Sting is, is so pissed off that he just bombs it into the ring and runs straight to a spin kick. Um, uh, th- 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 there's a bit of a beatdown. Sting does his classic no sell, and Vampiro's bump and feed is fucking awful. Oh, dude. it's
1: awful. I think it, Vampiro is probably one of the worst at feeding a baby face. He's he's awful. Yeah, you know, there was there was a, an instant on. I think it's the Nitro after this so I admit I'm getting a bit ahead of myself but he's supposed to be feeding Sting while Sting's got the baseball bat yep. and the way he's bumping around is just horrific. It's bad. Absolutely hideous. He
0: does get beaten up for like two hours of that baseball bat as well, by the way, in that segment you talking it? about. <laughs> Sting takes him to the outside, goes for a Stinger splash but only gets the guardrail. Vampiro goes to the top rope and then nothing happens and he just gets down. The match continues. Pretty high up there, mate. I guess it is. Mark Madden says, You know, it's like we're overselling and yelling too much. Just going crazy on every move. But these guys are beating each other to death. Everybody is killing each other tonight. This is WCW. It's insane. To which Tony Schiavone says, Overselling? I'm just trying to follow this stuff. It's like a train wreck every time we turn around don't
2: turn around <laughs> don't turn
0: around I don't want to see your heart breaking <laughs> there
1: you go I wasn't expecting a run from
2: Aswad um,
0: <laughs> why not there's a running from everybody else on this exactly. show exactly
2: and not DQ
1: <laughs>
0: Vampiro goes up to the top for the second time and again changes his mind finally he goes to the top rope jumps off he's waiting for thing to get to a vertical base I guess jumps off What the fuck happened here? A a giant pile of shit. I guess maybe it's supposed to be a powerbomb. Sting is... It's turned back out. No, no, no. (laughs) After this blown spot from the top rope that Vampiro took three tries to get the confidence to do, Sting just gets up, gives him the death drop, gives him the death lock. Fuck off, it's over. The match is finished and Sting looks pissed at how this match went.
1: Yeah, I I did sort of make a quick note here. Ending out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, it's just a a disaster of a match. Sting has a look on his face like Jeff Hardy's just showed up off his tits. Um... We're backstage again, Gene Oakland, with another one of these helpful interviews that gives us so much insight with Diamond Dallas Page and his lovely lady, Kim.
1: She was looking pretty hot, though. <laughs>
0: this, wasn't, this, this wasn't 128, was it? No, this is it. This
1: would have been what you were referencing, I believe. Yes.
0: Yeah, go on Twitter for that one, folks at Rasslinprofit. <laughs> <laughs> that pearl of wisdom. Folks,
2: I was going to send a picture for confirmation, but Carl answers it already. So. Yeah.
0: Um,. Diamond Dallas Page says he wants that rat bastard talking about Jeff Jarrett he uh, says he's going to feel the bang or something like that <laughs> he did the uh, the diamond cutter sign to the camera and the upside down which gave me the ready
1: to rumble flashback of the diamond yeah. upside down as a pussy catch <laughs> but uh, thankfully <laughs> the D- one lingering D- legacy yeah. of that film DDP is there to connect the dots for us and of course he is uh. no. <laughs> outcome three count or well, two count two I'm count sure. two
0: count because Evan Courageous isn't there correct um, Shannon Moore is doing a promo and Shane is as well and I wrote down, oh it's Cac." <laughs> there's a woman who's singing along with their song holding a green circle saying three counts they do their song where uh, can't get you out of my heart and they do it a second time and they actually play it like halfway through the second time until finally uh, Lash LaRue, the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea and Crowbar leg it out that's right, a three on two face <laughs> attack <laughs> the bell rings Hoobie shows up late <laughs> what the fuck is going on the, Chris, ju- the juice wasn't loose enough it wasn't loose enough Chris Candio saunters in um, I don't even want to speculate on what he was doing prior to this Crowbar <laughs> starts taking his own bumps in the middle of the ring in the middle of the match I was going to explain
2: what this match is because I'm like eh? Cruiserweight no. thing? No. Eh? It's a tag no. match? Cruiserweight. yeah uh, but without yeah, tags? Yeah, um, no it's not <laughs> uh, I, also,
1: I also felt the need to question why is the artist formerly known as Prince Ik in this match trying to win back the belt he gave up six days ago? He,
0: wants to, he, he, he didn't want it to be stripped from, did he? i don't regrets, Carl. He didn't want. He, he didn't want to lose the belt. It was, Vinny Rue made the made the demand. Maybe they should have laid that on a bit thicker on Nitro, perhaps. <laughs> oh, they laid on thicker than me. Don't worry about it. Lash Loo and fuck up a, a, a chop spot in the middle of the match. I don't know how they managed to muster that. Uh, it's just fucking chaos Daphne's oh. on the top rope goes for a Frankensteiner somehow hit Frankenstein or Franken-Screamers sorry oh. Crowbar uh, screams at Hoovy who sells it yeah
1: let's let's give Hoovy the benefit of the doubt there I did chuckle at him selling the scream yeah it was more funny when he kicked her <laughs> yeah that <laughs> <It> was
0: great <laughs> he kicked her in the one popped yeah <laughs> kick her meant to
1: give her the Hoobie driver
0: yeah the, 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 the usual dive spot one after another and, and Shannon then. Shannon Moore almost, almost dies when he takes off to the ropes everyone's done a dive spot on the floor and everyone's lying down Shannon Moore doesn't bother looking at this and bombs off the ropes and Shane Helms who's not in the match by the way comes in to backdrop Shannon over the top rope to the floor and Lash LaRue who probably deserves a bit of a pat on the back here got up and legged it underneath mm-hmm. to just about make it in time and save Shannon's life so uh, kudos there Lash David Flair comes in. <laughs> I don't even know he was out there. Uh, comes out. Uh, he starts dancing around with the uh, two count. He throws some chops at uh, Shane Helms. Chris Candido and Prince Ikea take two tries to do a face bump off a superplex. Chris Candido's title way too small. I have just <laughs> got to point that out here. He's quite he's quite jacked for a small guy Candido. Yeah. But these are like those 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 bodybuilder tight looking things that just reveal way too much. Not a fan. Mm. Um, They mess up a headbutt Prince Ike goes up uh, And then who's here?
2: Oh, this, this thing I laugh my ass It's Tammy It's Tammy, of course So they just call Tammy Tammy looking like The biggest whore in the world (laughs) She's got this pink underwear on Thong at the back Wearing this pink like Neglige ovary gown thing Which is see-through Which at first sight It's like, oh man, that's cool Because you're not supposed to say that right see-through Everyone likes that But then it's apparent That no, she's there to act like a whore and she first of all, she just the, the nut grab. Yes. When she got, like crouches down, so it's just gratuitous ass thong through this see-through thing. Shot. while she's grabbing someone's dick. <laughs> then when the cat fight ensues with Daphne afterwards, this is I laugh my ass off. No, it's uh, it? Paisley. It's Booker
0: T's wife. Everybody, it is, it's Queen Charmel. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know. Um, I
2: know they look like twins, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So they're rolling around and this whole setup was for Tammy's. A, like a negligee thing to ride up so you can see a thonged ass yeah. but it's not working and, and so what happens so Chris Candido the Chris Candido jumps on top of this looking like he's you know, trying to break up the cat fight but lifts up the like the negligee thing to try and show her ass but the camera misses his it his own girlfriend's ass yeah which is great but I also got personal kick out of this because when I did a, a, a spot wearing a thong
1: which <laughs> you did I remember
2: this. when I did the spot wearing the thong and I, the, the t-shirt was too long I did the same I was running around the ring and I had to lift up the, the, the shirt to show my ass while at the same time Screaming Running around the ring Like oh, I didn't want to Show my ass <laughs> It's an art form So kudos to Candido For at least trying yeah, yeah tip of the cap there Chris Candido wins The prestigious Cruiserweight
0: championship After Tammy uh, Low blows Hoovy was looking at all While
1: it was going on I didn't notice
0: Oh Hoovy was having time was life was. out there. Again okay, it's an awful Cat fight Like we say Paisley gets in the ring Tammy and her Have a cat fight It's awful they better, In the end the, re- the referees Try and break them up They grab the referees Nuts It's terrible It's just uh, no, The crowd doesn't care
2: who it, won this match was this a match yeah it's Candido won, did, okay. won the, so he's a, a cruiserweight champ
0: cruiserweight champ yes. won the title won the title in this match cool we cut backstage it's Gene Oakland again Jeff Jarrett is the person who's uh, answering the questions this time uh, Jeff Jarrett calls him a on slap ass time the promo <laughs> yeah my way Gene cells. <laughs> Gene cells. only top me about the following night on Nitro he gets called a Jurassic slap ass by Jarrett. <laughs> By the way, that Slap Nuts t-shirt was like the third best-selling t-shirt in WCW at the time. It was a big sell, apparently. It's, three. It's
1: old, I was going to say, it's old six.
0: Uh, well, well, I don't know, maybe.
1: With the Harris Boys number two?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with two. Yeah. Um, team packages back out. Lex Luger looks like he's aged three years into the opener, haven't we all? Um, Yeah, I will say, though, he has great music here. The uh, The Total Package era music... Oh, I hated it. I liked it. I um, hated it. <laughs> Pretty, oh, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Based. yeah. He's a baby, but yeah <laughs> I know. I know. I, I know. thought at this
2: point the atmosphere as well. It really seemed like a Butlin's atmosphere. Butlin's atmosphere. No one is invested in in what's going on. They're there. They'll they'll occasionally cheer and kind of semi get into stuff, but they're not emotionally attached in in anything that's going on no, there. They, lo- the crowd is yeah, lost. I yeah.
1: yeah. They sort of they they get into to whatever Flair does because it's Flair, and that's about it. Yeah so Fleckham's back out he's
0: still in his clothes he hasn't changed he's in his his, I I guess this is street fight rules baby that's
1: what he said
0: yep street fight rules Uh, Buff and Shane come out this of course is the finals of the four team tournament to crown new WCW Tag Team Champions but Liam they're not alone they're not alone who's with them Mancow is here with them oh no it's Vince Russo sorry my mistake I thought it was Batman (laughs) The Batman is here indeed Um, he's going to do commentary (laughs)
2: that
0: was my thought exactly gentlemen funnily enough um, the batman is here baby is the first thing russo says so he's really trying to get this batman thing over god bless him um oh I, I, I gotta say
1: it before i forget scott hudson gets a dynamic dude reference in here which i popped for does he really yeah rick <laughs> flair taking it to the dynamic dude <laughs>
0: <laughs> because that's what we want to remind people of isn't it this new top oh, this star point, who gives a shit <laughs> oh come on you can't think like that <laughs> We start with Buff and Lex. Luger gives him a clothesline that couldn't break wind. Like just that, that typical Luger. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know the one, folks. Mark Madden says, Flair didn't answer for eight years uh, the, the challenge of Shane Douglas and you're making him sound like General Patton. And Tony Schiavone goes, Bullshit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to defend himself. Uh, they're working on Flair. Flair tries to do the, uh, the Flair flip in the corner. Oh, it gets botched.
1: And, uh, oh, if anything, if anything epitomized the night... It was Flair's failed attempt at the Harley race spot. Yeah, nothing unfortunate.
0: Douglas responds by taking to the corner, doing the ten punches, but before he does, as he says, Kieran,
1: Fuck you, Flair. Fuck
0: you, Flair, right to the camera. Brilliant. Uh, then they do the Flair flip, and it finally works. Uh, Lex Lugan gets the tag. Vince Russo
1: pulls the referee out of the ring. Now, see, this is where I'm confused, because we'd established earlier on that touching the ref was the one thing you couldn't do and would lead to a disqualification I think in retrospect so,
2: it's specifically you have to put them through a table do you think so I do believe it has them. to be the table has to be yeah. it's a bylaw uh, now of
1: course the one table had been broken earlier by the wall and the announcing table had been broken earlier by Hogan so I suppose in theory if they've run out of tables there could be no DQs for the right. rest of the night exactly ah, so I see what he did there another logic bomb from you <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah. but that's bear- two more than this show design yeah. by the way but bearing in mind Vince Russo, who has been Batman. verbally the, the Batman, yes. who has been verbally castrating baby faces and heels left, right, and centre throughout this show, is clearly seen as no threat to the mighty Nick Patrick, son of one of the assassins. <laughs> <laughs> who who is he's not backing down in any way and shoves Russo several times? Yeah, shoves him several
0: times. All these fully trained, world champion professional wrestlers being talked to like fucking kindergarten children. And here's the one person who stands up to him, and it's this fucking goon, Nick Patrick, with his Jericho Curl fucking soul glow hair.
1: It's <laughs> Just let your soul go. <laughs> yeah so Randy Watson's pushing <laughs> pushing the Batman away <laughs> yeah
2: Randy Watson's pushing Batman well, away well they, they are at the same time though. while well, they're doing this because obviously it's the distraction it's, it's all a distraction we're joking but it's a distraction but even though it's a distraction when the camera's on him I
1: think Nick Patrick's he looks around watering. he
2: looks around yeah and sees and sees the incoming the in- <laughs> in- well, chronic
1: that that's no grounds for disqualification. That's true. We thought because, they're, oh, they're not yeah, day. because, because we've seen because countless run-ins. Yeah, because they've come in and attacked team package, mm. but they haven't come in to specifically help Bagwell and Douglas.
2: Well, he said there's no tables around, so mm.
1: Hogan has killed Billy Kidman. Mm. Thrown
0: him in, no DQ. We've had. Has there been a single match in this? thing on, let me review here. Let's just review the finishes of this tournament so far. The U.S. title tournament. Okay, we had. We, the we, table with the one DQ with the wall, okay? Yeah. We had a running, we had an inexplicable running with the cat and Bam Bam Bigger that was somehow legal and let Mike Awesome getting the win and advancing in the tournament, okay? We had Kevin and Vampira where Hulk Hogan came in and
1: killed him for hours. For hours. Yeah, the, the we only, had one clean the finish. The only with two Steely clean Booker. finishes you've had with, with, with the two Sting matches at this point.
0: Yeah, and then of course in the other one, Mike Awesome gets hit with a crutch by Kevin Nash. But here we need a distraction because chronic Brian Adams and, uh, and Brian Clark who were and as Scott Hutton says there'd been rumours that they were coming back as a tag team they come in and they attack team package with the uh, high times the double choke slam. so uh Rusev then takes the referee's shirt can't even put it on correctly and just counts the pin with his referee shirt hanging around his neck like a fucking
1: necklace and, and Giovanni with his fantastic line of I guess no sense makes sense <laughs>
0: Brilliant! I missed that. I wish I'd have written that down. Wonderful. The angle is still going on, and Tony Schiavone screams Scott Steiner's with Gene Oakland yep. <laughs> To the back. <laughs> to the back. It started here. We get a Scott Steiner Pro, which of course oh, is God. very short. Um basically just I I, I just said he says very little here.
2: So this is right. This is this is WCW not being able to do anything right, even the basic stuff. So you got They're going to do promo. St- Steiner versus Sting Yes there, right? In the final Yeah uh, Scotty Is it Scotty first Doing the promo yeah. yeah So Scotty does his promo first Then he comes out Yes Then Sting comes back to him For his promo With Gene While Scotty's just standing in the ring
1: Yeah, Like a dick And then then, then Sting comes after us. I mean and, and Sting's promo Where he's talking about Scott Steiner running and hiding But that's not going to get him anywhere He's just walked out to the ring Threatening to kick your ass
0: <laughs> Yeah I mean, it's, it's right there, <laughs> yeah. thing. It's right there for you. So they go out to the ring, they have their match.
1: Scott Stannard gives the
0: up yours oh, to the fans wait.
1: immediately. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. We've got to get in what I think is the greatest overreaction line from Shivani of the night. L- We've literally seen lives put on the line tonight. <laughs> literally, everybody. Yeah, because if you
2: watch, it, you might fucking kill yourself afterwards. <laughs> I got it. Scotty is all gimmick. This like, the whole thing. They call him the loose cannon. Yeah. And I've i thought it again before, but the whole stuff of crazy Scott, dangerous Scott, it's bullshit is a work. Yeah. And like he was fucking great. He was awesome. Awesome. this just, guy like, should have been the world champion. Yeah. I'd just, like, fucking, I'd die for something
1: like that today. Something yeah. fresh and not quick cu- cu- cookie, well, like, cookie cutter. Well, that's the thing oh. is in, in in the dying days of. Dying days. We're in the dying days of WWE. This show, but <laughs> so think t- towards are. towards the end of the year, you know, when the when we're circling the drain, yeah, you know, y- and you've got Booker vs. Scott Steiner for the world Talk which in theory would have been great a year eighteen months earlier. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, it could have made a difference. Yeah, and you had the crowd. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know I, the fact that Scott is getting a US title run here it's like getting Jarrett's in the main event like,
1: having, having already been the US champion yeah. um, in fact he won the in fact if I'm not mistaken he I, I'm struggling to re- recall which way around it was no it was a tournament it was the tournament it was the final of the tournament at Spring Stampede 99, <laughs> 99 and he beats Booker T for see. the US belt he's literally gone nowhere in a year he's winning the same belt again yeah, Well he
0: would have had it before if it wasn't for the Millionaires Club <laughs> yeah, Well this is true Yeah, um, Scott Steiner breaks up uh, contact with Sting and just screams He ain't shit <laughs> Again, love Scott Steiner uh, We get a series of Stinger splashes in the corner uh, Scott yeah. pulls the referee yeah. into one of yeah. them
1: Le- Which in theory should have been a disqualification
0: It should have The second
1: time Scott Steiner's put his hands on official and got away that's, with it That's it, that's the golden rule of the night they're theoretically DQs in every match except for if Scott Steiner does something (laughs) Scott Steiner cannot be disqualified he's immune
0: because they're afraid they'll kill 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 him yeah that's actually I will accept that that's the thing but then the end Steen didn't get disqualified for being the train this time like the wall did
1: yeah. who knows? Uh, Sting was kind of lazy with uh, his uh, with his stinger splash at this point. He went to them very quickly. He's still it? thinking about that Vampiro match? And, and
2: which, given the fact that you know the corrupt owner of the, or whatever, uh, chief executive of the company could instruct referees possibly to be a bit biased. You know, we don't want that, but you know, it's possible. That would explain maybe if you know, say, a millionaire's club guy disqualified against uh, Scotty, a new blood guy. Yeah, but no, the new blood guy got disqualified against the new blood guy, and millionaire's club stingy nothing happens to him no he's scot-free as as it were
1: and much like his previous match Vampiro is late on the queue here again I think (laughs) as Sting is laying in these Stinger Splash I I believe he hits three yeah I'm guessing that's at least one more than he should have been hitting as he's waiting for Vampiro to appear from under the ring come on Vamp hurry up of course Vampiro does
0: in fact appear from under the ring and pulls him down to hell. hell, straight to hell. Saks
2: cave.
1: And as Mark, oh, we're back at the Gold Club. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but then the surely. <laughs> and as Mark Madden pu- pu- points out, he might have actually pulled him under the ground. Fair <laughs> in mind, so Sting, Sting,
2: Stingman is he's fine. Stingman.
0: Some <laughs> St- 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 weak
2: is, is is fine because obviously he's. he's also- <laughs> He's on offence before he gets abducted to the sex cave. But when he reappears from the sex cave... Oh, the blowjob went very bad. Oh, blood all (laughs) over the face.
1: That wasn't the happy
0: ending everyone wanted. (laughs) It's dark down there. What can you you expect? There's going to be mistakes sometimes. He comes up bleeding from the mouth. Of course, this is not cue for disqualification. Scott puts him in the recliner, the referee who has been manhandled by Scott, splashed by Sting and witnessed, a kind of, Vampiro taking him to the sex cave, blowing a bloody load in his mouth and throwing him back into the ring. Just says, yeah, ring the bell. It's over. Scott wins. New United States champion, Scott Steiner.
1: Do we have an update on the condition of Randy Watson yet?
0: <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Uh, oh my god we got a shot of the announcers here this is great so we've got we got, <laughs> we, yes, got yes. We, we got one match left it's the main event coming up Jeff Jarrett and Diamond oh. Dallas Page so we go back to the announcers it all started at the beginning of the night and Tony Schiavone accusingly points at the camera and yells at us the fan at home you tell me what the hell is going to happen next because I don't know
1: <laughs> I get the feeling that was the first real shoot of the night yeah
0: Scott Hudson says Double J glommed Kim with the guitar. DDP is going to get an ounce of flesh out of the ass of Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> All about that ass.
2: Yeah. Again, uses the word glom to yeah. describe hitting it with a guitar. And they, they, they hit this point about Jarrett hitting Kim over and over again to the point where it's, you know what, I know the world title's on the line, but there's something even bigger.
0: They say that, don't they? Yeah. They outright say, we know the title's on the
2: line, but this is about more. <laughs> this is about more than that stupid little prop, bro. And they they're, they're uh, and then yeah, on the walkout, DDP, uh, you know, he's not with Kim. He can't find Kim. But then he pissed off and he finds her in a different room. Mm. I, smell, I smell a Russo, Liam. <laughs> I smell a Russo. Uh,
0: but before that, of course, uh, they show a screen of the uh, the main event coming up. The graphic, you know, and Jeff Jack's wearing an NWO t-shirt in the graphic. <laughs> the NWO. Oh, I still sell t-shirts. <laughs> alright
1: that was probably still the number one seller at that point
0: yeah indeed so of course they played Jarrett's music he's walking backstage think Austin at Wrestlemania 14 without the drama or the buy race. <laughs> the DDP and Kim do the same thing as you mentioned Kieran of course Kim's in a different room uh, the announcers are just harping on about this guitar shot
2: and Kim's fine by the way and she's
0: fine
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> almost destroyed was the words that Tony Schiavone used almost destroyed his wife with a guitar and she walks out looking better than she did on Monday Six summer. days. six days, days. days. looks fine Uh, there are empty seats camera side now at this point in the evening so the whole Butlins atmosphere none of this is getting over completely appropriate
2: (laughs) did you see it at 228? what's this dude in the crowd mooning <laughs> no. no I missed
0: this two, two hours 28 I need to go and check this top left I'm pretty
2: sure he's like there's a row of them they're just, <laughs> they're just, there's a bunch of guys there's <laughs> a bunch of guys they're just fucking around like headlocking each other and punching each other I saw and that I'm sure he's standing on his seat <laughs> with his pants around his ankles flashing his ass. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that's what it was I was a little
0: bit though <laughs> We got
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, whilst whilst Liam has been broken, everybody. (laughs) um, uh, Oh god.
0: I can't believe someone, and maybe they didn't even buy tickets to this show, that's what they
2: thought was right out of this <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure after this, that row kind of disappears, and yeah. they, I'm sure they make the crowd on part of the camera <laughs> side or the high side stand up as well to like fill the space. I think that's on my website. I'm trying to oh, oh. Try put the show on, Liam. Come on now. Oh,
0: sorry, that's just way too <laughs> funny. I completely missed that. Oh will watch God. it afterwards. No, oh yeah Oh we will So the match starts uh, There's brawling outside uh, Kimberly slaps Jeff Jarrett Keep that in mind uh, They brawl in the crowd Brawl all around um, Jeff Jarrett has a chair The referee tries to stop him I don't know why at this point After no. everything we've seen this evening uh, This is of course when they're back in the ring JJ then kind of shoves the referee off And uses the chair twice And there's still no disqualification So why the referee object in the first place Other than the sense of fair play perhaps I don't know um, DDP makes his comeback And Eric Bischoff the silver fox himself with Hogan elsewhere in the Chicago Pokey um, eating someone's ass in the shower <laughs> <laughs> might have been
2: the dude in the crowd actually yeah
0: actually uh, so there you go Bischoff's out and he's just kind of watching from afar mm. yeah Double J grabs DDP's book from a fan there's no way again that this is just coincidence that this is anything legitimate to me again another shameless plug for DDP's book here um, and then he kind of rips the pages out anyway and of course the fan immediately has another copy that he's holding in front of the camera as soon as it's finished uh, the Diamond Cutter is blocked uh, by uh, Jarrett, who then hits him with a title belt and only gets a two count. Kimberly grabs the guitar from ringside as Double J puts the figure four on. Uh, DDP makes a comeback, gets a urinagi for a two. Jarrett applies a sleeper hold, which DDP reverses uh, in some kind of weird twisting sleeper slam that he does. And then Bischoff kind of moves towards ringside, distracts the referee. DDP hits the Diamond Cutter, but Kimberly waves it off. No, let me get a shot in. Brings him with a guitar. And of course, she hits Diamond Dallas Page with the guitar. Jarrett hits the stroke. One, two, three. Scott Hudson screams, she swerved him. We have a new world champion. It's Jeff Jarrett.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I loved hearing that on commentary. The wonderful line that was. She swerved him uh, As JR said, I've never been swerved in my life.
2: Yeah. The obnoxious, again, the foreshadowing I'm doing with quotations here of, uh, of Shivani on commentary over uh, what's Eric going to do? What's Kim going to do with that guitar?
0: Yeah. Oh, right. What do you think she's gonna do? Fucking
1: bust out devil game down to yeah. Georgia
2: just because she feels like it. Only, no, he did get a couple of gold club references there, didn't he? At the end, by Madden. Really?
1: Madden made reference to real estate and living next door to each other. Oh, Indeed, he did. Ah, yeah, yeah. oh, the new blood hits the ring and pick up Jeff Jarrett, uh,
0: victorious, the new king of the mountain, as it were. Finn, Tony Schiavone screams,
1: "What a hell of a show this was!" And Mark Madden screams, "Yeah!" to end the show. <laughs> I gotta say it as well, as, when- as, as, as we look at the new crowned champions of Scott Steiner, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, Chris Candido, Shane Douglas, and Buff Bagwell.
2: Where well, was Terry Funk for the celebration? That's what I wanna know. So when uh, Bischoff, was it Bif- Bischoff? Yeah, Bischoff and the ref is distracting the ref. Mm-hmm. The Kim, mm-hmm. the Kim, uh, the, the Kim, Kim
0: shot. shot. Again, why is a distraction needed? And mm-hmm. he hit him with a chair in plain sight. They're
2: waiting for ages. Charles, it Charles Robinson, I think. He's got him tied up. They just got. Him- Charles Robinson keeps, keeps throwing he, these he punches. punches. He
1: cocks back to sort of punch him, doesn't he? He
2: keeps no, he keeps he's like because it's going on for ages and Robinson's like, I've got to, I guess he thought I've got to do something, like I'm trying So he keeps attempting to throw these punches like a calf, like the guys hold him on the head and your arm's too short. Yeah. And he keeps missing with these punches. Yes.
1: And he's like trying to beat the shit out of Bishop. <laughs> the fuck's going well, on? We've seen at this point that the refs are not afraid of authority. No, exactly, They right. are the <laughs> law, damn it. They
0: are the law, absolutely. So there you go, spring stampede two thousand, it's in the bag. How did that feel? To get all of that off your chest. And what do you take away from such a monumental landmark event? Well, as
2: as my final note reads, it's a
1: special moment for the New Blood. Scott Steiner, Shane Douglas, Buff Bagwell. Jeff Jarrett, Buff Bagwell.
0: The next generation is here. New Blood.
1: <sighs> People talk about the, the notion of Russo with you know without McMahon's the filter and you know, if you ever need a prime example of it, it is this. You know, we have fourteen matches. Oh. You know, how many of them even go <clears throat> ten minutes? One, I think. God knows how many interview segments with Gene. How many times None he, of which added anything. None of which added anything. And, you know, and I, I like scheme Gene, but you know, he basically wasn't needed on this show. The number of times they cut back to Russo and Bischoff, whether they're in the office, whether Russo's berating someone, Hogan rocking up in the car, Sting getting dragged under the ring. There is no time to die. Even if any of these things are done well, which rest assured on this show they are not, even if they were, there's not enough time to digest anything.
0: Here's it, it, very quickly on that point, and I don't want to detour you too much, Carl. I'll let you finish up your thought in a second. But just before I forget, is there anybody on this show that you think came out of it looking good?
2: Looking good? Yeah. Um, uh, like
0: their stock has been raised because of the show? By the end of
2: the show, probably not. Um, I thought Booker looked good in his match didn't want he stood out like he was, he was working hard Sting usually works hard mm. um, but it's like like nothing helped him get over anything. Uh, no, I anything
1: I think a, be- a better way to look at it might be who wasn't harmed or who doesn't look like shit coming out of it which <laughs> is Steiner
0: yeah Steiner because he didn't get sacrificed like everybody else mm. yeah I mean the, the only one that came to mind was Scott Steiner to be quite honest I was trying to like, rack my brain like oh he's got like, all these run-ins all these swerves all these twists and turns Vampiro pulling Sting below the ground. Vampiro's stock wasn't raised, despite the fact that he's working with Sting. He's
1: already done the job to Sting. Yeah, Awesome's already done a submission job. Jeff Jarrett, even if it is, even if it is a Nash running, you've still had your, your new monster heel submit. Jeff Jarrett's big final
0: climactic win after all this time, apparently a big build up to a title win, is is lo- is, is,
1: is is secondary to the fact that it's a Kim's turn turned on his, and his how the beams. fuck
0: does that make any sense by the way does anybody ever explain? Like any sense. he hit her no. with a guitar six days ago has it ever explained how uh, to was, try and fall page it was, was subdiffused like he needs falling and his
2: wife would yeah. crossing the belt yeah absolutely stupidest fucking he, thing yeah, in the it, world it was t- obviously, obviously Liam this will be the last one of them I can see it falling right now from 30,000 feet <laughs> it was to throw DDP off his game he was so pent up of aggression uh, thinking about his lovely wife um, it just, it just, yeah, it, it was to throw him off his game. Who
0: he cared so much about putting him in harm's way that he brought her out again. By the way, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> just 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 a passing thought.
1: Invited her into the <clears> ring <throat> with the guitar.
2: Yeah, maybe that's why you couldn't find her for the walkout. She's hiding because she's sick of this shit of getting hit with guitars and bullshit. So, and, and to be honest,
0: nothing really came of of
1: Kim because she was pretty much gone like a month and a half later, wasn't she? Uh, she she basically goes, she do, she cuts the promo on on page they they because it gets lost in the shuffle with the Arquette title win. <sighs> Um, you know, and we, I think we get to the point where by the time you're rocking around to Great American Bash, and, and we're at that stage where someone's turning on Page every month. he's the new Sting, yeah. And Canyon turns on him, coming out of his chair. With and his I don't serg- blame him one bit his, by the way. His, with his surgical halo, to, to turn on Page and cost him a, 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 an ambulance match against Awesome, and then DDP quits the next night, and. Kimberly has some sort of confrontation with Steiner and she's gone as well yeah during, during which point the new monster heel Mike Orson awesome, who'd submitted after six days with the company in only a second match which I think went less than five minutes is Kimberly's lackey by this point
0: hmm okay I, thank you, Carl, for that. Uh, that's a wonderful summary of Kimberly's I, career post heel turn. I, I feel so dirty right now. <laughs> well, that's about what we think. Let's hear about what uh, the loyal listeners have to say about this show. We asks you for your thoughts about the pay per view, about the Kidman Hogan run, and any other thoughts you have in general of this time. Neil, rest, sh-
1: rest assured, just before you do, Liam, okay. there are wrong answers to this. <laughs> okay.
0: Neil Robinson <laughs> says, going to watch it tonight. But why was the wall on the
1: poster for this show? It's not a good start, and I've just seen the poster. Um. It's it's because the wall represents the building blocks for the new WCW. No, no, no one. No, okay,
0: not buying it. All right. Oh dear lord, what did I just watch, he says after he's watched the show. Oh, we got a wonderful before and after. Yes, other than Sting vs. Booker that was an absolute clusterfuck. Poster boy the wall, lasting all of six minutes while getting disqualified for mistaking Mark Johnson for Scott Steiner. Big T in general, and Jimmy Hart vs. Cow. Seriously, I'd also wager a bet that the amount of buys was nullified by the damage bill for the Terry Funk-Norman smiley match. Uh, Daniel Watkins says I still want to know what happened in New York.
2: Yeah. What happens in New York stays in New York. We,
0: right? yeah, yeah. I did watch the show after Liam mentioned it on the last podcast. It's completely nonsensical while you're watching it and totally forgettable afterwards. It's not very good. Uh, Stephen Sutton said that if WCW hadn't been restarted before Spring Stampede, a possible card for for this show would have been, and I guess this might be a, a good way to look at, like, did we get it better or not? Hogan versus Sid, which is what they were building for the WCW title at the time with Sid as champ. DDP versus Jarrett for the US belt. Uh, Booker and Kidman as a team against Harlem Heat 2000 and the Mommelukes and the Harris. Uh, Michael Modest against the Artist I guess Modest had, uh, had a brief
1: yeah he, he was on a Nitro the week before uh, no two weeks before Russo and Bischoff came back and he, he beat Prince IK it's, it was one of those shitty spring break ones where they had Sting and Luger wrestling on the beach
0: yeah yeah, of course. Uh, a triple threat with uh, Finlay Meng and Tank Abbott, like a tough guy type match. Uh, the Wall versus Vampiro, I guess he's, uh, I oh no, know, yep, Wolf and Vampiro. Uh, and Dustin Rhodes versus Terry Funk, which is what they were building up at the time. So again, when you compare what they were building up to what this was, I guess that would have be been more traditional, but it would have been along the lines of the Uncensored and the Super Bowl the, the months before, where that's just not going to cut it. At least they were trying something <laughs> with this, as, uh, as, as awful as this was. We're talking
1: about different levels of terrible, though.
2: Yeah.
0: It's different types of terrible yeah. isn't it
2: yeah that just sounds boring yeah yeah that's pretty much it mm. there's nothing there to sink your teeth into there's I wouldn't m- call this show boring it's just <laughs> it's certainly like not boring fucking shit <laughs>
0: Chris Jones says, "I remember this solely for the start of the Scott Steiner mega push so that it would last until the end of WCW. I am sure this is where, on one show, he starts off as a babyface coming out with that shit Steiner line music in match one, and then goes to kick the living shit out of the debuting Mike Awesome Tweener in the semis, and finally to absolute fuck you, Big Papa Pump at the end, screaming he ain't shit while beating the piss out of Sting right at the hard camera on live pay per view, which was great. The matches were meh, uh, but it is still a great shame that they, they did not start." this with Steiner in 97 and 98 which we can uh, agree with completely. Uh, the great Rick Morris a friend of the show says with no champions this is the resettiest of all the resets they did in the last two years that killed the company more than anything else bookers who don't feel compelled to work gradually off what their predecessors had in place are both selfish and short-sighted because resets rarely if ever work a much less consequential example is when Bill Watts made Ron Simmons world champion almost overnight rather than rehabilitating him uh, when he was the complete mid-card in the Kit Fry regime Uh, Ash Preston says that this show was worse than a car crash full of orphans succinct to the point I agree brutally honest <laughs> brutally honest
2: yeah, like, yeah but no one's gonna miss an orphan
0: not if Jerry Law was there to save him off the burning burst like a SummerSlam 9-3 Craig Atkinson says what the fuck was generally my thoughts the Hogan Kidman feud neither had any reason to work with the other they didn't mesh and it killed the credibility of both men if Hogan had any left at this point Uh, Suki Singh says wondering how on earth Kibben could have ever been a threat to Hogan. Uh, That's not me trying to be a mark for the hawkster. It just confuses me as to how Kibben was ever supposed to get believable heat on Hogan. Just look at the size difference. The feud uh, would have worked a lot better had Hogan been a cunt to Kibben and bullied him while Kibben scrapped as an underdog. Plus Kibben's promos were so wooden and Hogan was trying to be stone-cold Terry Bollea for parts of this. Uh, Hogan lobbing him into a bin on Nitro says more than I ever could. Uh, Rick Skelton says, I remember getting the tape from a trader after weeks, if not months, of hideously bland WCW shows. I got this, and the previous night drove from the same guy, and I loved both shows. I know they make less sense than an Ahmed Johnson promo, but I will never not enjoy sticking these on for a laugh. I still think the shaker was what WCW needed. In fact, the next night, it was done. (laughs) Standalone, though, the show is more entertaining than 99% of technically better shows. Carl Dixon says, In a bubble, I liked Spring Stampede 2000. Sure, there were a lot of run-ins. There sure were. Really? <laughs> but happening so soon after the April 10th reboot, this pay-per-view was all about setting up chess pieces onto the right sides of the board, with Bookerty turning face against the new blood, uh, and following on, the feud that had been established since April 10th. Sting Vampiro, Nash Awesome, Kidman Hogan, Russo Flair, and Jarrett DDP. As a random side note, I miss Daphne.
2: Yeah, right. You know when you're playing chess? Mm-hmm. When you're getting your pieces into position yep. to make your moves, you kind of have to get there, kind of build it. Make the moves. You don't just put pieces randomly on a board like, and then you can't have a fucking rook move diagonally. You know what I
0: mean? (laughs) I know what you mean. Uh, Carl Longhorn uh, says, uh, Having been a devout WWF guy in my teenager years, I didn't see much of WCW between 94 and 2001, so their Monday Night Wars timeline shows have been a vehicle to see WCW warts and all. And my god, there were many, many warts in this show. It was like WCW got an eight-year-old to write the show oh wait they did <laughs> they got Russo an 8 year old in a man's body who styled himself like a cheap extra from Miami Vice a show that departed 11 years previous kept apt for a man who loves rehashing stale ideas well don't worry Vince this shower of curdled excrement is safely lodged in the casket next to Crockett and Tubbs <laughs> you don't need to be a smark to realise that zero thought went into any of these matches aside from having cliched run-ins and swerves that were telegraphed so clearly that they may as well have been put in the programme So I won't even comment on the wrestling quality beyond saying Scott Steiner wins by submission. Enough said. The tangoed Goblins run-in was my personal favourite, especially his seemingly endless warm-up to the choke throw, and he still couldn't put Kibben through the table. Oh, and the plastic steps throw. Classic Terry. Uh, The whole concept of the reboot was a complete joke. WCW rehashing NWO's lines from 96 and Russo stealing his own ideas from the WWF and to cap it all off, the show ends with Jeff Jarrett as champion. That consistent ratings draw. The king is dead. Long live the king. So uh, there you have it, folks. That's your thoughts on uh, Spring Stampede 2000. What a show it was and what a journey it's been. So with that said, we hope that you enjoyed our second review. Uh, we will be, of course, returning to the review series at some point down the line. Uh, but for next week's episode of Squared Circle Gazette Radio, we have a very feedback heavy topic. Carl Dixon, a long-time listener, suggested this one and says uh, obviously we did our show uh, a few months back, which you can listen to at SquaredCircleGazette.com and we called it The Bloom is Off the Rose, where it's basically talking about the guys that uh, you, you were a big fan of and then eventually over time you kind of soured on. This is the reverse of that. Guys that you weren't sold on who actually kind of win you over in time. So we've got a lot of people to discuss next week. We're going to throw that on our Facebook page and on all the forums, of course. So that's what we got next week, a show on Guys You Turned the Corner on. And of course, the week after that, don't forget, folks, we will be talking about the death of TNA, total non-stop action. So with that said, I want to thank everybody for listening and we will be back next week for...
1: Kevin O'Rourke.
2: You've been a fucking pleasure, And for Carl Jones.
1: You know, so silky smooth. <laughs>
2: I am
0: Lemo Rock, and we are out of here. Talk to you next week. Just let us sound
1: babe.